pushing PFPs. Wake up in the morning, NFTs and trees. Yeah. NFTs and trees. Wake up in the morning, NFTs and trees. guys podcast here today with me i got splash and Artie. what's up guys what's good bro how you doing it's good good, good. good i'm good how about this first time ever podcast how we feeling today boys excited man good, bro. get this started and going like this is huge this is this is big stuff here big stuff for bcs i'm excited we got a lot of good things coming um so What'd you guys do today? Shit, NFTs, fam. Was on the Discord, bumping, making sure everything was going good. Then we had the poker night that you hosted. Yeah, that was fun. We got it, we got it rowdy. Shout out to uh, Smart Jara for the win. Coming in clutch. Um, Great success. So you mentioned NFTs. What is that? So NFT uh, stands for non-fungible tokens. Uh, they're basically uh, backed by the blockchain. It could be multiple different blockchains from ETH, uh, Ethereum, Solana, Near, Cardona. Um, but the ones that we're going to specify and clearly look at are specifically on the Solana blockchain. So yeah, with the so NFTs, uh, the non-fungible token is basically going to be a JPEG or a PFP of a certain, you know, it could be a monkey, it could be a bad creature. Like we got, it could be a multitude of things. And then there's going to be a certain collection size. And out of that collection size is going to be rarity and everything. You can buy and sell the NFTs. But basically, the simplest way to put it is like, you know how people will take a selfie in front of a car or in front of a house and be like, yeah, that's mine. But it's not. But with the NFT... And being on the blockchain, uh, you can show proof that it actually is yours because it's going to be on the blockchain with your wallet address. So that's like it shows proof that that is specifically yours. That's dope. That's dope. You mentioned Solana. Um, why Why are you drifting towards Solanas? Good, good price to buy in just to get into the crypto space. Uh, the whole crypto space took a heavy hit. Solana ended up going down to like 80. Now it's like around like 85 probably but then when it comes to nfts uh it has like very 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 minimal gas fees like you'd be paying basically like a penny if that compared to if you went to ethereum you're paying like anywhere from like 50 dollars to a couple hundred maybe even a couple thousand depending on like how heavy like how how busy it is on their blockchain yeah, so that's better for the little guy trying to get involved in this in this um, this world of NFTs. Um, I know me; it was easier getting involved because I'm, my money was going directly towards what I was purchasing. I wasn't waiting ten days for for money to transfer over. I was just able to transfer it and buy. Solana's kind of been real good like that, um, and I hope it stays like that. Absolutely. Um, 
you mentioned uh, BCS. Um, you want to give us a little rundown on that, or so BCS is, a, I guess, an acronym for Bad Creature Society. Uh, the collection size is three thousand eight hundred eighty-eight. When I first saw it, I personally thought it was a Teletubbies on like bath salts. <laughs> it's a dope collection. It's uh, they definitely made some tweaks to make it like similarity-wise, but they also made it very original. Uh, it's a crazy community because it's very like tight-knit, a family type of community. Everyone wants to see each other, you know, succeed at the end of the day. So we're all just trying to do uh, big things in the BCS community. Yeah, for sure. Artie, I heard you you secured a one of one. <laughs> how, how 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 did you get so lucky? I was on the shitter. <laughs> You're on the shitter. Tell us more. Yeah, of course. Uh, obviously, mint was a day after uh, it was supposed to be, and I actually took off the day it was supposed to be. So I can mint with everybody. Um, I went to work the following day, knowing we had a mint. And I was like, all right, cool. I can mint from my phone. Not realizing that when I set up my Phantom app, I didn't have my like wallet where my funds were for creatures on my phone. Oh, man. So I had to jump through hoops and uh, actually got one of my buddies, Mafia Dom, who will probably be on here later episodes, he actually helped me with that, got me what I needed to get, and I actually, last minute, got away from work, went to the customer's bathroom, took a shit, and while taking the shit, fucking uh, got the one-on-one. It was a beautiful thing. I mean, you can't, you can't make up stuff like that. No, you can't. <laughs> not that is wild how many so you guys seem pretty passionate about this project you guys buy in all the way Um, yeah yeah. (laughs) i don't have many other projects now because of it but in the end like i'm okay with that because i know i can always build those projects up and now i'm just in bad creature where it's basically like where i want to be because i know where we're going I know, I know the potential we have, and shit, I know the people behind it. Yeah, fair. That's a big thing. Like, I know everybody behind it, from even just like the people in the chat, from helpful baddies, dude. Yeah, They're just one hundred percent giving effort every day to better this community, any way they can. Whether it's doing something out of their realm or within the realm, they're fucking doing it to help us, and that shit's a beautiful thing. But yeah, and key today about that is the fact that the entire team doxed themselves like two weeks, I think it was, before Mint. So the whole community was able to peep the IGs, follow the Twitters, kind of see who's actually behind the PFP, see who's actually running the project, see where they're from, and everything like that. So that's not that's not really it's very rare in the NFT space because a lot of projects like to stay you know, hidden behind a certain persona, a certain name, a certain JPEG, whatever it might be. So for the team to be able to come out and listen to the community, for them saying, like, are you guys willing to dox? Like, the team was like, yeah, if that if that's going to make you feel more comfortable knowing who we actually are, it was no issue whatsoever. 
But. Yeah, for sure. And that's 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 really rare when you're when you're looking around discords. You you kind of you you have to ask those things because you're 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 investing your money and time into these people, and the more they are, um, how would you say, available and doxed, it makes it makes you feel safer within the community. Absolutely. I know. Fuck yeah. And and I know since we've all been in this uh, community since day. Day one, you know, since there was a hundred members in there, we've really got to see it grow to what it is today. And I, I don't believe it's lost a step yet. Uh, what do you guys think? We definitely had our hiccups, but you know, we we were able to pivot, maintain our foot, like our feet, and everything, and just keep pushing forward. Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of things like coming up too. It, it's like. We actually got pushed back, and and we actually managed to get Zion together, which was huge. Um, and we got pushed back, and and now it's just like, all right, well, we got pushed back now. But when things get really rolling, like we're gonna, people are gonna see like this project was always there. It it's gonna stay here, and it's not going anywhere. And that's a big part of the devs, and it's a big part of just the general community. You guys, you guys keep mentioning we got pushed back. We got pushed back. You guys keep saying it. What happened? Like, what what went wrong? I mean, <laughs> so basically, when we initially, <laughs> yeah, when we when we started Mint, it was probably like the next day. I'd say uh, we found out the fact that the Mint site and Candy Machine got hacked. And we lost 875 soul, just like that. that. Yeah, and I would even say, like, before that, um, so we went into it thinking we weren't going to do whitelist tokens, and then, like, the dev dev said, all right, like, look, I can do whitelist tokens, like, that morning. So we're like, okay, well, that works out better. So, yes, let, let's do them. Um and it actually managed that it was taking so long to send these tokens out, which we absolutely did not expect that we couldn't end up doing it at the time we wanted to. So we ended up pushing the mint back four hours and that didn't help either because they were still coming in very, very slow. So we had to cancel that again. And, uh, that created a lot of, I guess you, you get creative fun. Yeah. Um, but, even after that we had so then we had our mint the next day with no whitelist tokens <laughs> and somehow the the dev the dev dev um, blockchain dev <laughs> yeah i guess yeah blockchain dev got the times mixed up that we wanted to whitelist at 2:30 and public at 3 o'clock when it was really whitelist at 3 o'clock and public at 3:30 and now you can only imagine how that went because we had an hour and a half before to put an announcement out. Um, and it was pretty unfair to everybody. I would 100% agree with that. I'd be fucking yeah. pissed myself. Um, I can't imagine I can't imagine with the different time zones because this BCS isn't just located in the UK or isn't just located in America. We are worldwide. And you can imagine 
what a little hour setback could do to somebody's timeline. Somebody's got um, alarm set so that they can wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to do these mints. So I can imagine how frustrating it could be to learn out that they missed whitelist. Um, I know that the devs made up for that, though. They, they made a couple changes to the mint um, for the good, for the good of the community. Um, it, it took, it kind of took away from what they were trying to accomplish in the roadmap, but they recovered fully and they made a new roadmap that could be fully, um, fulfilled. Oh yeah. Fulfilled. Yeah. Through, through, yeah. I was about to say also you can, uh, like we're going to, I mean, hopefully add a lot onto that too. Like it, it, there's it, just cause that's the roadmap right now. doesn't mean there's limitations. And in our minds, like as mods, um, just devs, bat admins, badmins, even the community members, there's like no limit in our minds. Like we, we're going to take this anywhere we can and anywhere we will. It's there's just cause that roadmap's there. It doesn't mean that's exactly what we're going to need to follow. It's exactly what we're going to follow. Plus some. I would say, because we're always going to have some surprises for you guys because you guys deserve it, in all honesty. Definitely. Yeah. Like, just because yeah. what the roadmap shows right now doesn't mean that's what the whole whole vision is. Like, we, we had a different roadmap before Mint happened. Then we had those little minor setbacks, so then we had to, like, readjust the roadmap. But the fact that we're, like, moving forward now, like, we could easily go back to the first roadmap we had set out or we can make a whole new roadmap that's going to be even crazier and going to be more beneficial to everyone that's, you know, holding some creatures. Yeah, the best the best thing about a roadmap is it is it we can change, we can turn, we can go. We just got to travel down this road and see see where it takes us, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, for sure, we've been um, – at first it was an uphill battle up this road, but we are finally – We've hit Magic Eden. We're over. What'd you say? This the volume of soul is now. It's over a thousand souls. Yeah, it's eleven. It's eleven fifty. That's wild. That's wild. And yeah. and you you can I mean, see that there is a crazy demand for people trying to get into this community. For sure. Um, just and for right now, there's there might be people selling a little low, but that's the perfect time to buy in because. Not everybody has all the money in the world. So people look out for all these low prices and buy in when you can. I know I'm taking advantage of it. Every time I see the dopest creature fall to the floor price, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be there to add it to my, add it to my stash. If for sure. Just to, touch on that. just to touch on that real quick, we have just under 80% of them staked right now. Earning eight Zion a day per creature. Holy crap! That's also true. That's unheard of. It's like it's unreal because like well the listing count is currently around two seventy. So out of a three thousand eight hundred eighty eight collection, like we're less than ten percent. That's 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 wild, and and that's only it's only gonna get less as more people all these people are finding out the significance of staking their nfts so the more that they can get on a discount and stake and make money they're gonna do it Absolutely. and 
now now with Solana being as low as it is, it's not, it's the perfect time to get into all these projects. Definitely. I think I think another thing that we didn't touch on, but like if you hold six creatures, you're gonna be eligible for a free airdrop of a three D creature that's gonna be ready for the metaverse. Like as soon as it's ready for the metaverse, you can walk around, like you can act as that creature, which is gonna be super dope to see. Yeah, I mean, I'm hype as shit for mine. <laughs> just, just seeing that, um, that uh, sneak peek of what they might look like, it's it's got me excited. Even that drawing that they just released of Soul City. Um, the the world the ceiling is endless for, for BCS for sure. Yeah, I mean even like <laughs> hey we can keep going with utility and <laughs> it's just endless. But like our a big thing of ours is really like we want our merch to be like a thing, man. Like and we want it to be like worldwide known. Like we want it to be fucking nice merch, not no cheap bullshit. Um, yeah, we want good merch. We want it to basically represent the brand, because that's what we are. We are a brand. Um, more than a community, we're a family and a brand. Yeah, and I, I seen, I saw you get some fire ass stickers. I'm trying to add them to the back of my laptop. So uh, there's a couple guys in our community that have been offering up services and all this stuff for music they got nfts they got stickers i i'm i'm just so excited to figure out where we can get with this community it's the it's endless the possibilities the limit sky's the limit like merch is the first like you know gonna be one of the first things that comes out there's gonna be miscellaneous objects like stickers lanyards uh marijuana paraphernalia like rolling trays possibly like custom rolling trays with your creature inside and then like the long-term goal i guess long short-term long-term goal is to have a creature meetup somewhere nice where everyone that holds a creature basically that's your entry ticket to the uh, creature meetup so like some some in real life utility big ass party like, that's what I'm excited for, to be able to meet everyone within our community. Now that COVID's over, like, I feel like that's... Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's over, man. I, I'm <laughs> so tired of it. I'm cooped up. I mean, we haven't really been cooped up out here in Philly, but it's been wild, man. I can't imagine how it is up there in Canada. Bro, it's been... Fuck. <laughs> it's been a roller coaster up here just for COVID because it's like... If you if if you're like if you know someone that caught it and you're like chilling with them or whatever, you gotta you know you have to wait basically two weeks till you could go. Even if you didn't have COVID, you tested negative. If you don't feel sick, you still have to chill for two weeks. So like yeah, that, you gotta you gotta quarantine in your sectioned off igloos up there. <laughs> basically, <laughs> especially in the summertime too. Like that's the only nice time. Yeah, and it was a rough summer this summer. Yeah. Wow. All right, today we have 
our musical guest. His name is Tommy Trill. He's coming out of uh, Virginia. Uh, he's about 32 years old, and we're going to do a little showcase of some music today. Um, my man Artie's going to handle the questions, so here he is. What's up, Tommy? How are you? Yo, yo, what's up, man? I'm good, fam. Glad you can join us, bro. First time, Bad Creature Podcast. Glad you're a first person. All right. My first question for you is, when did you first know music was for you? Oh, man. Probably probably about high school. Um, people, you know, we were freestyling stuff. People would tell me, you know, I was dope and I should take it serious. Um, you know, I kind of acknowledged it then, but didn't really start to pursue it until college when I got that reaffirmation. Um, so college really is when I, I started to pursue, like, music as a career. Um, but as far as, like, the love for it, I've been passionate about it since, since I was young. I'll say, all right. Uh, my next question would be, what's your driving point with your music? Like, as in so, like, what, what's your message you want to get across? And, and also you can, like, where, like, do you think it's going to, like, take you or your fans, really? Because that's your fans are your strongest point. No, oh, most definitely, man. Most definitely. Uh, my my musical journey as far as content uh, has been a uh, very broad journey. Um, I have I have a lot of content in my music as a whole. Um, it's a lot of what my experiences were in life. Um, mostly uh, just what I've seen. It's like through my through my lens, uh, and I feel like I relate to a lot of people. Um, with with the content that I have, uh, just because uh, of the feedback that I got from the people um, when I first started dropping my music, it was like, oh, okay. So, you know, when you first make music, you don't thank anyone. Like, you get that, you know, you're not confident. But then once, like, you hear people can like relate to it, or like they may not have lived exactly what you lived, but something that you said gave them that same feeling that they had when they went through something and then they like just tap into that um with what you said and it like affects them um so that's that's really what motivated me to to uh, really write mostly like lifestyle music like it's really just like a rap about my lifestyle um and what i've experienced man um and i also um like to talk about what's going on in the world as well um you know at one point i was trying to make music for like to get on, like make music for the radio and stuff like that. So you'll hear some music like that out there, which isn't bad. I was like, you know, just expanding, you know, being trying to be more creative. Um, but really, um, I enjoy rapping about uh, just just what I do on a daily basis, man. And then that's really what people relate to the most. You know, just my daily lifestyle. Yeah, man, I, I agree 100%. I we all listen to music for a purpose. It's uh, Some of us, it's an escape. Some of us, it's uh, motivation. I mean, it's whatever speaks to us in the moment and at that time and being. I know we all listen to different things at different times, too. So um, I would like to say, like, who who are your icons? Like, who, who did you listen to growing up that was like, shit, man, I want to rap like him. I want to, I want to. I want to sound like him one day, you know? I know we all got that one person. Man, uh, 
I'm a student of the game, bro. So I really like it's hard for me to do the like really choose. But I would say if I had to, the person that probably affected my style the most and just like my delivery and how I wanted to come and, and catch the ears of people uh, probably would have to say Ludacris um, just because he's so animated with what he does and his punchlines used to hit so hard. Um, Luda. <laughs> but then uh, I, I also would have to say Andre 3000 has inspired me a lot just because of uh, the art of like storytelling. And like I like to tell stories and paint pictures with, with words. So um, he he is like a master at that. So and then he was also from the South. You know what I'm saying? So being a lyricist from the South, that's kind of rare. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, I those two names, they're in my my daily playlist. I mean, they're no doubt they're. <laughs> I feel like rappers today owe a lot to them. Oh yeah, most definitely. Um, and was there is there another is there other music that you liked listening to, or is you just stay in one genre? Oh, oh, I uh, I love I, so I produce as well. So because of that, I like to experiment. Um, so. Uh, during that, I listen to any and everything. Man, I have a very eclectic ear. Like. I don't know, whatever sounds good. Like I really, um, yeah, jazz, uh, R&B, electronic music, dubstep, like all of that is just For like, sure. it's dope, it's dope. If it, if it affects sure. like, if, if I hear it and it like sends that little, you know, chill down my spine or, <laughs> you know, affects me some way, the beat just makes me nod my head, you know, it's really, that's really what yep. it's all about, the feeling and the frequency, so. Yeah, see, like, I, I loved, see, that was actually my question, but, like, I asked that because growing up, I guess, as soon as I hit, like, 20, every sort of music started, like, speaking to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like, and it would tap all different feelings, emotions, memories. Most definitely. And I think, like, like when you're younger, you, you tend to choose, like, either the genre your family likes or the genre your friends like you don't really expand that much yep when you get older and you start expanding even like like i love like 50s and 60s music now For like, sure. that's just my shit that should get my soul rocking and shit you know what i'm <laughs> right. saying like i was there, like, hey, like you know tap my foot and shit like, i love that shit um but i didn't really experience that really like until my when i like turned like 20 21 i'm like damn like there's so much music out here, so many talented people, and talented people people don't know about. Like, you can literally be. I feel like the most talented people are the people who aren't known, like, mm -hmm. like yep. on the billboard, shit like that, bro. Like, they're the underground type. Like, if you in, if you're in music, you know who it is, but like they their name ain't out there in the public like that. Facts, facts, bro. Yeah, man, the underground uh, is the culture for real. You know. They push the yeah. mainstream. People get that style always from the underground. So uh, this is the part of the show where we would like to hear some of your music. We've been talking about other people and other music. I'd like to hear some of your music. Um, I've heard some of it already myself. I'm a big fan, but I want our listeners, listeners to get a taste of how good you actually are. For sure. Um, so I'm going to play a song that's unreleased um, and it's uh, from a project that's uh, like specifically for the NFT community. 
Um, awesome. It's just what I've been, you know, living and experiencing for the past year. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and just get into it. It's called the title is uh, NFTs and Trees. Nice. You guys hear that? Yeah, sure, it's there. Did I hear pushing PFP? <laughs> yeah, bro. They pushing P. We pushing <laughs> PFP. Like, yes, sir. Yeah, man. That shit was like, <laughs> Appreciate it, At man. At first, too, like, we're at, uh, weird, like, just like the uh, flow and everything. It gave me like an old, like, I'll say like Snoop vibe just because of the flow. Like, yeah. a little slow, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to come nice and correct, clear, but they're, they're going to be nice bars. Appreciate it, man. That, that was actually was hot. Appreciate that. <laughs> that shit was dope as hell, man. And I I heard a lot of uh, references to this NFT game. Uh, speaking of which, how 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 did you get involved in NFTs? Uh, really, man. Really, it was just like falling down a rabbit hole through crypto. Um. I got into crypto first, uh, probably 2018, 19. Um, whenever that big crash was, Dogecoin, that's that was when I got in for that point. But I, I, you know, I sat and I'm the type of person that if I'm going to do something, I'm going to go all in and learn about the shit and I'm going to be 100%. So that was what I did. I sat down and I YouTube dive for like hours um, on crypto. Um, and then that led me to uh, NFTs. I think I've seen the crypto punks like blow up. And I was like, man, I'm looking at it like, dude, this is like just some pixelated art. Like what is going on? So then I was like, well, this is another deep dive. So I dove into it. And then like it was like just like a mind explosion because like it all started to tie into like what I was doing and like my creativity and like art. I love art. Like it just like yeah. all came together and that was like after like, that it was a wrap and then i found out um i didn't really get into minting until solana uh because eth like ethereum was just the gas fees just i was totally turned off i was like bro no way 
Um, yeah, and my first that, alignment, that I was like, I was like, whoa, that wasn't any, like, I didn't even see the gas. Like, so I was like, oh, I was hooked after that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll tell you, that's how, like, bro, that's like kind of how I got, like, basically in the bad creature. So I was like, I was big into crypto, whatever. I started, I was always watching YouTube videos, crypto, whatever. Rolled across NFTs and found Easy Eats. Easy Eats. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I yeah. Right? And so I was like, all right, cool. And then at the end of the video, I was like, go on Discord. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. I have a Discord. Like, I'm going to just go check it out. Go check it out. It wasn't like popping in the chat. Like, there's no, it's just really like a shilling type thing. Mm-hmm. So I went to like the Shillsville and I found Bad Creature. And I think it was like One Eye Tommy who posted some. I didn't know who he was or anything. I hopped to that. And dude, ever since that, my, it's been life changing for me. And Dwyer, bro. Like, just absolutely life-changing. Just because the people we've yeah, met Yeah, bro. That's literally an extended family. Yeah, the community, man, is amazing. A lot of community. So, yeah, um, man. Yeah. How did you come around finding uh, BCS yourself? Uh, through uh, Probably through the uh, Magic Mushies. Um, I had those. Uh-huh. I, I minted two of those on Mint. Um, and then... Uh, I think I got the DEA dogs. And then I found out about you know, BCS through Zion. So I was like, okay, uh, off, off, like immediately first sight, I was like, the art was dope. Um, but like at first there was like, I don't remember something had happened, bro. And like people were fudding. So I was like, well, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna see what's going on. I'm gonna wait it out. But I still wanted one. Cause I was like, dude, it's just so dope. And then once I seen they were locked in with Zion, I'm like, well, it's secure. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty much a done deal. If they're locked in with them, I know they're legit. You know what I'm saying? So um yeah for sure i just i hopped in and then after that i seen the community and i was like oh yeah this is where i need to be (laughs) is there is there anything that like stands out to you about us uh uh, mostly the community man like that's what i'm big on like if i join the discord and they're toxic i'm usually out immediately like i may get in there and troll a little bit and then i'm out like the, the the community has to be solid for me to even like consider anything and like I, I love art so like if if i'm already feeling the art and then i get in the discord and y'all are lit and like everybody is just having a good time and there's like no bullshit then i'm, I'm pretty much in so that's what that's really what i love most about it man it's just the networking yeah facts like i think that's like what drew me in too like like i said like i, I got here i think like splash and tommy a couple days before me got there and, bro, like, they were just, like, I was new to NFTs, and they were just, like, yeah, bro, like, welcome, like, this is how it goes, like, shit like that. And, like, bro, I talked to them like I would talk to my man right here. Yep. Like, it was just simple and plain, like, and we were joke, bro. Like, I, I would be in my phone because I would be joking and laughing this whole time. Exactly. And now it's just got to, like, we did have all that fun. And, and like, I always say now, like, I'm grateful for it because, like, the people we have – or just they're they're gonna hold because they know what this community is, yeah, and they know what we're about to bring. We're we're stronger for the fun. Yeah, no, exactly, fun, exactly. No, I feel it. No, exactly, bro. And that's why I said like when it happened, I wasn't like I wasn't all the way out. I was just watching it, you know, because I like everybody, bro. Like I've gotten pulled, like rug pulled, you know, just like that's like that's like initiation almost, man, to get got somehow. You know, it's like hey, welcome, you know, but. Yeah, here's here's a, a wrench in your side, but we're gonna, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna see if you can make it out. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, and I can say we're definitely making it out of it. Um, we're we're going we're going big places. We're going doing big things. Um, um, so, is there anything else you would like to include, man? It was, it was a pleasure having you on here. Uh, do you want to put in a little shout out? Tell people where they can find your music. Tell people where they can find you. Oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, Trill Figure T on Twitter. Um, that will link you to uh, other places like my audience, which is probably the easiest way to just check out my music. It's pretty. You just click play and it goes. Um, I also have a bandcamp, biglean.bandcamp.com. Um, I got a SoundCloud slash Big Lean. Um, so Big Lean is like my web too alias i guess if you want to call that uh so you can find me mostly with the big lean um but yeah man twitter is the easiest way to contact me um i actually have some live auctions on my art right now with like my beats that i made in the background so you can go on my twitter and just click the link it's on my holoplex store um so they can check that out too the auctions live one uh, sold last week um for like 0.6 solana um, not much but i was happy it was a sale you know what i'm saying uh, congratulations yeah, yeah, yeah. to the uh, oh, to the winner okay. of the auction, awesome. you know. So yeah, man, just that's, uh, that's, check that's me out good. on Twitter, man. I want everybody to follow me and hit me up on Twitter because that's that's really where I I'm at the most. If you want to contact me, it's easiest to contact me on Twitter. That's what I check the most. It's always like open somewhere on my one of my devices. So okay, and and we are for all the people listening, we are going to. Link in all of my man's information in the description after the podcast. Um, thank you, Tommy Trill, for coming out tonight, fam. Uh, I really appreciate it. This is the first, and I think we started out with a bang. Man, Thanks, I appreciate man. y'all, man. I appreciate y'all having me, man. This is this is an epic, you know, this is something beginning of something epic. We're so early in this space. And this project is so dope that, like, it's destined to moon. So, you know what I'm saying? We just got to keep working. Yes, sir. I would like to say, bro, like, you're more than welcome any other time. And, like, next time, now that we know you, we could chop it up some more. You know, talk, whatever. Yeah, yeah come back. Awesome. Sure. Come back for another episode, bro. I enjoyed having you, bro. It was cool talk. No doubt, you. man. No doubt. Maybe next time we can do it live or something, man. I'm about to take a trip to Philly. I know y'all was just close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we ain't far. We ain't no far, doubt. man. <laughs> All right, guys. I think I think this about does it for the first ever Bad Guys podcast. I think it went pretty well. What are you guys thinking? Thank you. It went yes. well, fam. It was good chatting with you guys. Yes, sir. Awesome. Can't awesome. wait to do this again. Hope you guys enjoyed. There will be more. We will get a Twitter set up. All of us... All of us will be found in the BCS community. Um, come check us out. Come check us out. And I, I have a feeling you'll stay there a long time. Big facts. All right, appreciate guys. Appreciate y'all tapping into the bad fellas. Yeah, appreciate appreciate all, all of you that spent the time to listen to us blabber on. But we're going to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fellas. Have Peace. a good night, guys. See you. Pushing PFPs. Wake up in the morning, NFTs and trees. Yeah. NFTs and trees. Wake up in the morning, NFTs and trees. Yeah. Wake up in the morning, NFTs and trees. Yeah. Wake up in the morning, NFTs and trees. Yeah.